Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. It's only half of the fat duo today because uh, Tony and his wife are sick. They got a new baby, so they got to prioritize that. We have the regular and consistent and great Alex here with us today. And we're going to talk about, you know, a thousand things. So get ready because Tony's not here to correct the ADHD. Ah. <laughs> well, ADHD is in, is in me as well, man. And I'm talking uh, the serious kind, the severe kind. I got, I was, uh, so I got diagnosed when I was in elementary school. And they literally put me on Ritalin. And I used to take, I used to take my stepmom, he said, give me the pill. And I used to like pretend to take it and then throw it in the, and then Aww. the doctors were like, my, my my teachers are like, it's not working. <laughs> yeah, I got diagnosed at the age of 10. Yeah, those times I did not want to take the medicine. And when I was not on the medicine, God, I was out of control. It made me so boring. Like, I'd have days where I'd get home from school. It's like, well, that was a loser day. Right. <laughs> and I started attributing to the medicine. And I... I really should like see a doctor about it because it still it causes it still causes a bit of a, a severe hurdle in my life. But I'd rather be kind of be cool and happy and and lose a fork every day for the rest of my life <laughs> than have to worry about oh god is this rat poison going to make me sad or is this rat poison going to make turn me into a loser. I mean, ADHD medication is expensive now, especially with Adderall. Except, except I have not taken Adderall in over eight years now. Yeah, I I don't want to touch most of that stuff. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm often asked, "What was what did Adderall do to me aside from suppress my hunger?" I'm like, it did actually help me focus better, especially the stronger dose. But you know, but lately when I stopped taking it, I mean, it had gotten more expensive and. A lot of the doctor visit requirements were getting out of control, so you know, and I, and I, and I was really happy. I, and I was like, you know what? I, I can't just rely on this medicine for the rest of my life. I gotta try to control my ADHD, especially at this age, because when I stopped taking it, I was around twenty-three years old. My mom's also like kind of like a crackhead, so I mean, people don't get like you know, you know, kids back then would think, oh, Ali, I, I was annoying, I was weird. I mean, people, kids just did not know. Right. What ADHD was, and they didn't know what it was like to have it. Well, I think also um, people talk about like, oh, why are there so many more? That's what drives me nuts about some of these people. Like, there's some anti-vax people who are like, well, why are there so much autism and ADHD out of nowhere? No, it didn't show up out of nowhere. You just didn't. People didn't know they had it. They didn't know it existed. It's like it's not go easy to, getting treatment for it. You go to you go to your grandma's house and she's like got a bunch of plates that have like the faces of Elvis on it. And they're all organized on the wall and no one can touch them. You can't eat with the plates. You can only look at the plates. Yeah, grandma was autistic. We just didn't notice what that was called. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, again, go undergoing the treatment. I mean, for me, I I, I remember going to the children's hospital undergoing. All these exercises, you know, doing that for months and months and months, and then then finally being diagnosed. You know, as a kid, I had no idea what the heck what the heck's going on. And when you think of it as an adult, 
you're like, wow. I mean, it, and for me, it makes me feel for my parents because I can't imagine how painful it was for them to deal with it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but luckily, I learned pretty quickly a bunch of like really good coping mechanisms that helped out. Um, plus, I was, I was blessed with the... The, a lot of people um, think ADHD is just one. It's just a bunch of really horrible things. ADHD has a lot of really great things that come with it too. It does, yeah. Like my spatial. So, like if I set something down and intentionally, so I don't lose it, I'll never find that thing again. Oh, yeah, I know. Lo- losing commonly losing things is one of the is one of the biggest symptoms of ADHD. It's but, not just a learning disability, it's a ment it's a mental disability. It's not just about it's not just it doesn't affect us just in academically. It affects our lives overall. And sometimes some people grow it, some people don't. I never outgrew mine. I still suffer from it. But um one thing that maybe, maybe not as much as from when I was a kid, but I still suffer with I still str- suffer and struggle from it. You know, one of the big like ADHD superpowers is you'll set something down and lose it. They focus on keeping track of, but someone will be like, "Hey, have you seen that random pair of pliers?" You'd be like, "Oh yeah, left side of the table, far back. I saw that six weeks ago, and it just randomly is in my brain now for some reason." Right. Like my room is never clean because if my room is clean, I can't find anything. But if it's dirty, I can find <laughs> everything. And me, ask me where something in my room. I'll know exactly where it is. Because it's trashed. It's a disaster area in there. Oh, yeah, I know. It's the same thing for me. <laughs> I mean, for me, I just I despise spring cleaning. Cleaning dust, all that. I hate it. I mean, who has time? First of all, who the hell has time for that? I'm building a business. I ain't got time to mop the floor. Okay. Just- yeah, I mean, as I am, I'm trying to I'm trying to build my three freaking shows, and I'm helping build this show for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. And I'm working. I'm working forty hours a week, being absolutely miserable. You know, yeah. Out of Twin Peaks. If if it is not an active puddle of shit on the floor, I'm not mopping. <laughs> I'm not scared of dust. I'm sorry. I'm not scared of dust, like, but of course, if, if my cat pukes on the uh, pukes on the floor, then obviously I gotta clean it. They'll, they, they'll do that if cow if cow gets um, the floor dirty, walks around a muddy flute prints. I'll clean that up, but. I had someone come to my house the other day, and I was like, when was the last time you swept? And I was like, why? <laughs> uh, They're like, oh, there's a little dirt on in your front door, in the, like, entryway in your front door. Yeah, it's the entryway to the front door. That's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, you know, when my dad got extremely angry at me, when we, we, didn't, we, didn't, clear, we didn't clean the trash, uh, the trash uh, bins that you put outside. I'm like, Dad, it's a freaking trash bin, for God's sake. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's supposed to smell bad. And I would say, my dad, dad, of all the shit going on in the world right now, this is what you're pissed off about. You're focused on the freaking cleaning the freaking trash bin. Yeah, at the um, my roommate the other day was like, oh, don't. So the trash bag got too full. So instead of I tied the trash bag up and carried it over and dumped it, dumped it out with the trash bag tied on top, because other than that, stuff could come out the top and make the trash can stink. It's a dumpster. It's a dumpster. Dumpsters stink. Dumpsters stink. Yeah. That's like that's that's like saying, "Don't feed that guy. He's fat." No, fat guys are fat. 
right? Leave it alone. You know, you, you might not understand what you might not even know what he's going through in life. But it's like, stop trying to fix things that are just. But well, what drives me nuts is there's going to be a bunch of these these like Army Navy dads who are so mad at me because I'm going to say this. Making your bed in the morning is one of the most biggest wastes of energy and time on the planet. There's going to be so many people are, if you make your bed, you've completed the first task of the day. You can be proud of yourself. If you're proud of yourself for making, for pulling sheets taut, well, but you need a better life because that's sad. You shouldn't need to make your bed to make yourself feel better. I mean, I don't even um, bother wasting time making my damn bed because I don't have time. I'm, I'll be back in that bitch in 12 hours. <laughs> right? I'm not spending 10 minutes to pull my sheets tight and line my pillows up nicely just for in eight hours for me to come and destroy it. The only time I'll do it is because you know, my cat likes to sleep under the blanket. So sometimes I will do it just to make it easier for the cat, for the kitty to, to to find himself in a comfortable way. So I'll do it for I'll, I'll compromise for the kitty. But other than that, I'm like, you know, and most of the time the kitty actually prefers it that if the bed is undone. Yeah. Because I do leave it straight somehow. I, I mean, I, I don't just I just don't go all the whole way. I just at least leave it in a certain way. And yeah, the, those people are like, yeah. If you make your bed, you can be proud of yourself because you completed the first task of the day. It's 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 time to to prioritize your life better. But there's a bunch of stepdads out there who are real mad at me. That that kid is useless in life. He's never gonna. Oh, that Austin guy. He's kind of funny, but he's never gonna amount to anything in life because he doesn't make his bed in the morning. Oh, that's bullshit. The guy, hey, I would say, well, you know what? Austin runs a freaking food truck. You have no idea what Austin's life is, do you? Oh, my God. Yeah, my some people rant. say, Alex, you only want to support Austin because you feel bad. Like, no, I don't. It's because I want him to succeed and because I respect the value and the concept of food trucks. And I got big titties, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It's like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I can't stand that dude. He's one of those guys. Mate, this is how your life needs to be. You need to wake up at 5 a.m. You need to make your bed. Then you need to go work out for one hour. And then you got to go to work. And you go to work for eight hours. Then you get out the eight hours and you got to come home. And then you got to read a book, turn your phone off for an hour before bed, then crawl into bed and go to sleep at 8 o'clock and wake up again. Yeah, so now they're first they're telling you how to live your life. What are they going to do next? Going to tell you the exact way you, they think you should vote? Well, one, one of the craziest things I've ever seen was some guy and his wife called Dave Ramsey. Like, we're struggling to make ends meet. He goes, okay, let's go through your expenses, right? He goes, I'm paying $2,500 a month in child care. Oh. Which, yeah, that's what child care costs in some of these bigger cities. I think they said they were in, um, like, the Cal in California. $1,200 for, for child um, for, um, you know, daycare expenses, child care. And so Dave Ramsey's like yelling at this guy about wasting all this money on child care. How he needs to find something cheaper. <coughs> like, Dave Ramsey is the biggest con artist 
The dude knows nothing about finances anymore because he's so out of touch. He's made so much money. It's like you've seen Arrested Development, right? Yeah. And the lady's like, well, just buy him a banana. What can it cost? $5? That's Dave Ramsey. You don't know what things cost anymore. I mean, they don't cost us. They don't cost the way they used to be, but that's not in a good way. I mean, grocery. I mean, they say you are better off eating out than you are getting groceries for a single person. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, especially for me. And but you know, the bigger problem is it's hard to eat out because it's very hard to find good places nowadays. I mean, fast food is pretty much dead. I mean, you you can't you, you it's almost difficult it's almost impossible to find a decent restaurant. Like the world is literally gone dying. Well, you ever want a really good slice of pizza in your Denver Metro area? <laughs> I feel I feel like at food trucks, like I feel like food trucks is basically the hope of the future. Because I'll never forget what doing my trip to LA last fall. Stumble across a food truck, better burgers than any other fast food restaurant could have ever offered. And I'm not even kidding. Well, the Same big thing, thing with fast food, food nowadays. Taco trucks, everything. I'm telling you, the way they do it, it's good stuff. Well, the thing with, the, the thing with these food tr- with the, um, fast food restaurants, you can spend a dollar, you can spend two or three dollars more per person and go to a sit down restaurant, a uh, like, local place, a diner, a mom and pop restaurant, get better food. More food for about a dollar or two dollars more per person. Why would you ever go to fast food unless you need, unless you're like, oh, I gotta get to work and I need more. Yeah, food. I mean, I'm telling you, one time, twenty bucks was it was enough to feed four people. Now twenty bucks doesn't can barely even feed me. Um, here in Denver, we got a really great place um, called Jim's Burger Haven. It's an old, um, it's an old like cheeseburger joint they do like six inch cheeseburgers and it's like seven bucks for a cheeseburger um a side of onion rings and a large drink that's better than you can get at mcdonald's and the cheeseburger is exponentially better is it a single or is it a double you can get a single or a double the double seven seven fifty eight the um the single is like well Food prices where you're at are so much lower than they are here. I, I mean, can't believe how expensive Denver is getting. It, and unfortunately, it, it, it's not going to get better anytime soon. I mean, it's it's not just the gas prices, y'all. It's 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 the groceries. I mean, it's rent, mortgages. I mean, practically paying four dollars a gallon for milk up here. I mean, yeah, and, and I'm telling you, sometimes you go to the grocery store. Three ninety five for for a carton of, of Minute Maid orange juice. Um, thankfully, in Colorado here, our beef and our eggs are actually pretty well priced because they're made up the street. But everything else is so ridiculously expensive. I mean, I mean now, I mean, I'm telling you, at one point when twenty bucks got you at least two weeks worth of groceries, and now twenty bucks is like. Not even it's like not even a day. Yeah, I went to the grocery store this morning and spent seventy dollars and bought three meals for the food. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I also got a hell of a deal on some Kikoman 
soy sauce, so I bought extra. So that also doesn't happen. Like, can't imagine, you know, for baby products as well. Like, I mean, I can't imagine. Oh. How, how... Dear God. Diapers? And babies need diapers. This is the health of a baby that we're talking about. Yet the Biden administration is telling you the economy is working. Of course they blame. You know, of course they blame the other side. That's all they ever do. Yeah, goddamn. So, look at a hundred and thirty-two count box of diapers is forty bucks. See, parents have to skip meals in order to be able to feed their babies because, again, it's not just the diapers. It's you know. The baby formulas, the food that they need. Sometimes, you know, the medical care that they that they need as well. So, 132. A baby's going to use at least five diapers a day. At least. Yeah, and, and you do stress at least. But that's 20. That's about, that's about 20 days of diapers. 20 divided by 365. Nope, yours retarded, Austin. 365 divided by 20 is you need 20 boxes adjusted diapers a year. You're looking at about $1,000 a year just in diapers. That's not to clothe the kid, to feed the kid, the, the medical bills of having the kid. And that's no toys, no... I mean, people are like, why aren't these, why aren't these families, or why aren't these um, people our age, why aren't they having kids? Well, I got news for you. No one can fucking afford to have kids. Right? Let's see. Cost? I mean, I would imagine, in our buddy Tony's case, I mean, you know, it's it's not only you know, you know, having to pay with the birth of his son, but you know, you know, the medical the medical attention, you know, after that, it's you know, and, and you can't you can't even trust your health insurance, can you? So, according to um, the U.S. Department of Agri Agriculture, Jesus Christ, raising a child born in 2015 will cost about two hundred and ninety thousand dollars. And that's a year. Yeah, number jumps to $290,000, which is insane. I mean, could you imagine if you have three kids? Oh, God, no. See, that's why. I mean, I don't want to. I, I, that, that's, it's why it's like not so much I don't want a child. But I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then everybody's like, why are they waiting until they're older? Because we have to. Because... The federal government has snuck, got their nose so far into um, these companies that are having to increase prices because of the extra taxes and the extra um, red tape and fines and fees and regulatory regulations. It's, in, it's making the entire price of everything jump in the air. It doesn't help that there's a bunch of fucking cavemen shooting drones at ships in the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, moreover, yeah, our, our our government is fucked up, and they keep and and, and they, they 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 literally keep butt fucking us. They keep boys, motherfucking us on the backside. Just remember, boys and girls, the government big enough to give you everything you want. It's big enough to take it all away. Oh, greatness! And remember, kids, your government does not give a shit about you. <laughs> what was that Ray L. Reagan quote? It's the scariest um, phrase in the English language. Is "Hello, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help." Yeah, I believe <laughs> that was from Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Perfect. No, but along the lines of everything being way too goddamn expensive, did you see how insane the used car market is right now? Oh, I've so seen my, it, yeah. My, my buddy is looking for a new car. I was like, I'm going to help him out. I'm going to help him look for something that's even find something. You know, I just need a beater with a heater, like a thousand bucks, like something five years ago. You get for a thousand dollars, it'll run really well. It's got a heater, it's not nice enough, fancy, it's probably got paint chips and scratches, but who cares? It gets you to A to B. Oh my god, the used car market is insane. Uh, I was talking to a buddy, he bought a Toyota Tundra in 2015 in 2019 for thirteen thousand dollars. He got an accident last year in November, the total damage was ten thousand dollars. So he calls me, he goes, Austin, I'm screwed. They're going to total my car. The insurance said, oh, we'll pay the $10,000 because that's less than three quarters of the price of the vehicle. So he got all that stuff fixed, turned around and sold that truck, that little Toyota 4Runner that he bought for $13,000 in 2019 for like $28,000. Oh, wow. My, my boss bought a 2001 Dodge Ram pickup truck. He gets calls weekly from dealerships. Hey, we'll give you like $50,000 more than you paid for this truck. So for you to bring this truck back to the lot so we can sell it. Which means if they're offering 50K, they must be selling this truck for $100,000 more. Than what he bought it for. For a 2001 uh, Dodge? Dodge Ram. Well, some of these cars are basically now considered uh, to be relics. And I'm like, holy crap. So I'll, I mean, so, some cars are more expensive to own than they are to buy, especially with the European cars. So I have the 1981 Ford F-150. Um, people that are interested, it's an inline six, two-wheel, single-cab, short bed. It's a beautiful truck. It's currently got an engine on a mount because I'm rebuilding it. But I had someone call me the other day and ask me if I would be willing to sell my car to the used car lot. And I'm like, I'm going to mess with these people. This is going to be hilarious, right? So I start going through all the steps. Oh, what color is it? Oh, it's white. Oh, does it run? Yeah, it runs great. How many cylinders? Six. We go through this whole thing. They go, what kind of car is it? I'm like, it's an F-150. So you know these people are fucking salivating at this point. These scam artists are salivating. They're so excited. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to get this guy. He's going to give us a bunch of money, and we're going to fuck him over with his extended warranty stuff. And by the end, they go, oh, and what year is it? Like, oh, 1972. 
And I have never heard pure visceral anger in my entire life from a call center until that day. He's yelling at me. Why would you lie? Why would you waste my time? Why would why would you waste my time? You know we can't cover something that old. Why would you ever lie? Why would you take out waste my time? And I was just like, because you're scamming people. Every hour you spent with me was another hour you weren't scamming some old lady. And he hangs the phone up. You can hear. That's one thing I miss about um, the old days with like phones you had to hang up like this. Because uh. when you got a cell phone, you can't hang up. That don't do anything. You need you need the whole like bye. <laughs> I mean, miss I you like having these conversations with. The, okay. When you, have, when you have a scammer, you know when, when, when there's a scammer on, on the phone, and he literally asks these questions, and he's, it's obvious that – and I'm just like, very funny, buddy. Nice try. He's like – you know, like, these people say, like, oh, well, the IRS is going to come after you. The, do, this, do this and do that. I'm like, ha very funny. It's like, yeah. it's like your extended car warranty. Like, oh, dude, if you have this insurance, you know, you could get free surgery. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I – like I'm, like it's like like it's even remotely possible if we could get a surgery and not have to pay a dime. Like these scammers literally have nothing else to do. Like they they just think that I mean for some people they're that gullible, but oh uh, oh yeah they um again Stan there um oh what is his name they the toaster one oh it's so funny there's a guy who. The guy who purposely scam um just screws with these scam people. And it's like where did it go? I'm looking for it, see if I can find it. No, but oh my god. This people calls and says, like, hey, you have one of hi, my uncle died in like a plane crash in the United States, and he had a bunch of money with him. So I want to be able to get that money, but the only way I get that money is if someone from America sends it to me. So I need you to send me your bank information. We'll put it onto your um, in your bank account. Then you then you can keep half of it. That's like millions of dollars. So this guy emails back goes, Oh, I'm so excited to be able to help you get your inheritance. He goes, I'll even only take a quarter of it. Um, to do this job because I'm so excited to learn something new. This guy, this guy's like, okay, I just need you. I need you need to go and open a bank account at this bank. And it's like some single bank in Hong Kong in China. And he goes, oh, I saw on their website the other day that if you open a new account, I get a free toaster. Uh, and the all guy just goes, over a toaster seriously just go to the store and get one come on and he, and he goes and the and the guy goes no 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 there's no free toaster you're not going to get a toaster but on the website it says i open an account which i'm going to go do i'm going to go open the account and i get a free toaster and the guy goes no you don't need to just just open the account and then i'm in hong kong i can go and pick up he goes Oh, you're in Hong Kong. Oh, this bank's in Hong Kong. I'm gonna be in Hong Kong tomorrow anyway, so we can just meet up and do this all in person. And he's like, "Do not come to Hong Kong." And the scammer's like, "Do not come to Hong Kong. Do not come." He goes, "Well, I'm gonna come anyway. Um, do you think I could? Do you think I could crash in your apartment?" 
And again, no, you cannot sleep in my apartment. Do not come to Hong Kong. You can open the account. So then and two days go by and he goes, hey, I'm here in Hong Kong. Are you still picking me up from the airport? And that guy's like, why did you come to Hong Kong? I'm not picking you up. I don't know you like that. This is bad. Oh. Well, first of all, if this bank's in Hong Kong, if it's in that, yeah, yeah, then that's already, uh, that's already a red flag. No, I mean, no, no, no disrespect. No, I mean, I've seen pictures of Hong Kong. Hong Kong looks awesome. It's not part of the People's Republic of China, but still. Um, or there's there's certain there's, countries that are way off limits. I'm sorry. Have you seen that guy that takes the phone calls and has a voice changer to make him sound like he's an old lady? I'm sure there's a lot of those. Oh my god! Now the guy tells him to like pay him in um, Google Play gift cards. So this guy goes and buys all these Google Play gift cards, and like they're screen sharing, so he can see what he's doing. But he like locks it so he can see, but he can't do anything with it. And he's taking these um taking these Google Play cards and going, and it's like a little old lady. He's like, okay, I'm gonna upload these and send the um. Send the money to you, and she puts the numbers in and cashes the card on his account so he can't get it. And he's screaming, "Stop! Stop! Why are you redeeming? Why are you redeeming the cards?" And he's and this dude is panicking completely, screaming at this guy. You have to look it up. It is phenomenal. You got to turn the tables on the scammers. Let's see. I'm sure I can find it. It's gonna be no, but, but yeah, it is. It is so funny. Got a voice changer, and it's just this dude screaming um, at the top of his lungs, and it is just oh my god. I wish I could find it because it is just top tier comedy. Uh, I mean, I gotta ask, like, you know, you have these weird voicemails. Like, do you ever get this voicemail saying that the IRS is gonna file a lawsuit against you? Yeah, my great grandma. Um, when before she passed away, she called me, and she's she calls me and she goes, "No, no, no, Austin, I need you to come pick me up. I gotta go get. I gotta go get twenty thousand dollars in cash." And pay the IRS in the Walgreens parking lot. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> no. Grandma, grandma. A, the IRS is not going to call you. B, what makes you think the IRS is going to take a cash payment in a Walgreens parking lot? Well, first of all, sure. the, IRS, the, the IRS does not sue people directly. Yeah, no. The, the IRS is not going to call you. Yeah, and like I said, they don't. They, I don't think the IRS sues you directly. They'll find you. They'll like. They'll, I mean, they'll, they'll find you and like do that. That, but they're not. I mean, look, the IRS deals with so many people every single day. Do you really think they're actually going to file one particular lawsuit against one person? With everything going on, do you really think they're going to sue you individually? Like, I, I swear, I, 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 I swear. Like for me, it, it's not only the robot voicemails, but it's like somebody literally saying, oh, see, I, I don't want to do the accents. It's going to make me, it's going to make me sound extremely racist, but yeah, they're like, one guy literally said that Obama was going to come to my door and have me arrested <laughs> personally. You know what I said? 
oh, Obama's going to come to my door and arrest me personally? Well, I'd love to see him try. Because if he does that in my state, well, he's fair game. But it's just so funny. This guy literally tells me that Barack Obama is going to come down to my to where I live and personally arrest me. And I even asked, well, uh, is Michelle going to be there? Is, uh, let's say, are, are all of his, are all of his uh, criminal... Uh, Criminal communist colleagues gonna be there too, and then he's like, and then he's like, like, dude, this is serious. You're gonna get arrested." I'm like, "I somehow found it, and it's fun. you have to see this. This is absolutely phenomenal." I hope this works. Yeah. Okay, I think it was right. I think it was this one. I had a copy paste of, and so this is this is how I get the money, right? I redeem it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. The balance. Okay. No, no, why are you? They redeemed the loot card. You can hear in the background. He redeemed the Oh, we did it. Look, look, look. Ma'am. We did it. He I'm says. supposed to get from you. You have got the money now. No, it says $500 added to your balance. That's great. That's, That's great. <laughs> Ma'am, now, can he you does put like... the, another number in? Once. No. Leave me alone. Something easier, quick. We know that. Wait. Don't wait. He goes to visit again. Don't copy. Don't copy. Don't copy. Wait. 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 And then we redeem it? No, no, no. And that's how you get the money, correct? Don't redeem it. Don't redeem it. Don't redeem it. No, no. Why not? Oh, he closed out of it finally. So we redeem it. I just wasn't going to. No, no. Why can't I redeem it? He closed it Don't out. Don't redeem it right now. No, 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 no. Do not redeem Ma'am, it. You have put the wrong code. Please, not in the Google check it, it on says, the notepad. You are about to add this balance. And he does it again. Okay, let's see if it works. Right yeah, it works. It says five hundred dollars has been added to your balance. Okay, now now do one thing, ma'am. You just oh. password, ma'am. I, I'm all Tell your boss. Tell your boss you tried real hard. Tell your boss you tried real hard. It's a killer line. But yeah, that's that's really all he does all day. And there's one where he, this dude, absolutely loses his shit. He's screaming at the top. He's like, "Why are you redeeming it? Why you dumb? You so you I dumb. think so. So by redeeming it, it's the scammer that's losing money, right? Well, no. So he went and bought. Google Play gift cards, and what they want you to do is give you the, you give them the code, then they redeem it in their account. This guy's redeeming it into his account before they can redeem it. So okay, so he was so he was money. keeping his money. So, so yeah. he, was, he was buying himself those gift cards. Okay. Yeah, and so that's why they're getting upset because they, and this video is like three hours long of him like walking them through like oh you need to explain to me what this card looks like and then he'll sit in walmart for an hour i don't see a card like that on the phone with these people oh it's a white card he goes okay a white card i got this one it says amazon <laughs> like a like a clueless old lady and they spent like three hours building this yeah and, and it's no joke and, and for those of you wondering, no, it's no joke. I did have a scammer say that Obama was going to come and arrest me. It's not a joke. I swear. It was for real. Yes, but at the, the, the end, they sit here and they spend like 
three hours building up that they're going to get this money. And they get this close to getting the money, and he just – it's like that game of the people with the ice cream playing. They build the ice cream scoop. They go to hand it to the kid, and they spin it around. They can't grab it. He does that to these people, and they lose their mind. It's one of the funniest things on the planet. This guy's have- kit – Boga on YouTube. People want to like I said, watch. you you gotta turn the table the tables on the scammers. Um, but were you ready for the Super Bowl? Oh yeah. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? I'm not rooting for anybody, honestly. I just want to watch. I just I just want to see a good game. Did you see all the um the advertisers are all like, oh, we're scared we're gonna get canceled. So we're not going to do any political stuff. Oh, and everybody's like, that's what we wanted the whole time was for you to just shut up and make funny commercials. We don't want to see gay children drinking fucking almond milk in their pink kitchen. We don't want to see that. We don't care. We Exactly. Like, for God's sake, like, do meaningful commercials like new cars or something like that. Like, that commercial last year with Salma Hayek and Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, do things like that. Or the the, uh, the new Dr. Evil uh, taking over uh, whichever, comp- whichever car company was. Like, entertain us, for God's sake. Yeah, the new... even the new Like, I don't want to like- see any... I don't want to see a stupid, uh, I'm Joe Biden, let's keep... Uh, uh, fuck that. And honestly, I don't want to see anything from, from, from the other side, too. I don't want to see anything political. Yeah. I really... I mean, seriously. Seriously, it's the Super Bowl, for God's sake. Stop with the damn politics. And, like, and the new Bud Light commercial like, is actually pretty good. I don't, want any, I don't want anything on the left side or the right side. I don't want politics at all. I mean, seriously. Did you see the new Paramount Plus commercial? No, I don't think so. Oh, my God, with Patrick Stewart and Reno 911 and Hey Arnold. Oh, did these mother truckers just tell me I have to watch an ad? To watch an ad? <laughs> and there's been so many good commercials over the years in the Super Bowl. <coughs> like, I often forget the, the, the... Remember the E-Trade baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember. I, of course, there was one commercial. It wasn't at the Super Bowl, but there was a hilarious one where he gets a phone call. He says, uh, hey, girl, can I hit you back? I think the Super Bowl one was with the other baby, and the other baby starts singing... Uh, Broken Wings, the 80s song. Yeah. And then there was another one next year how one baby explains, like, you know, what an investment is. Um, the one I remember the most was, do you remember the Doritos commercial where the guy was that kid and a dog, and he's sitting there eating Doritos? The time machine, goes, yeah. The time machine. He helps the time machine, he kicks it, and then he goes inside, and his grandpa walks out, and he goes, Timmy! It worked. He's freaking out. But yeah, this is the new uh, Paramount Plus commercial, and it's this is the commercials we want. This is great. On Paramount Mountain, the stakes get higher. <laughs> I mean, I I can't get that thing up there. If it were a football, I'd be able to reach the top. What about a football-shaped head? And then they are all the same. Gutsy call. <laughs> what? You got no. the Halo guy. He's not throwing Arnold. Throw him. Throw him. Hey, do you want an immunity idol? What? Did you, did you ever watch Hey Arnold? A little bit, yeah. 
Uh, what about Reno 911? A little bit. Uh, Reno 911 is one of my favorite shows of all time. So having them in it here is great. You can't throw a child at a wall. Baltimore, shut your face. Unless you prefer to freeze to death. <laughs> I'm not going to throw a kid. Not built for the moment, I see. <laughs> I'll throw him. <laughs> the, sing no, the single play sheet with throw the child on it is comedic genius. Creeps here. And then Creep just being in the corner. The leather helmet. Oh. quarter. And we need a holding one before the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> Be brave. Pip -pip. Hike! Can you take me It's the impeccable form by... I just threw him higher <laughs> To a place where we won't <laughs> The creep that he thing. just threw me hard. Ah. <laughs> so close. But the best joke of all of them is right here. Now, if there were only someone made of pig skin. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's incredible. I just threw him higher to a place where we won't freeze. The that's great. That's, that joke's fantastic. Patrick Stewart being dressed in like 50s football gear is also incredible. Tua not being able to th there's so many like cool inside jokes. Tua not being able to throw <laughs> very oh, far man. up is hilarious. The Patrick Stewart not big enough for the moment to, to Tua and <laughs> Tua just being upset the whole time <laughs> after he says it. But number one. I love Burrito 911. It's one of the greatest TV shows ever. If you haven't seen it, you've got to. Um, and freaking, if only there was someone here made out of pig skin, and he's just there, bingo. Wasn't there a, a Super Bowl commercial with Kiss once, like when they start with, with Kiss doing the Dr. Pepper commercial? Yeah, and it's got like Gene Simmons at the end saying, trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I think I, I think that was a Super Bowl commercial, at least. I mean, it, it's definitely Super Bowl material. It's a definitely a commercial with Super Bowl material. Yeah, I looked up Kiss Super Bowl commercial, and it's got that. You remember that GoDaddy commercial where it's the the model and the blonde, and they're making out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Here you are. Here we are. No, of course, there's the uh, the one with Mean Joe Green. Never forget that one. Yeah, that's the most iconic. There's one that, that Apple did in 1984. You know, all these ones right here. I mean, I just realized I wasn't sharing it. This one you're talking yeah, that, about? That's one. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's amazingly smooth because it's got a little kiss of cherry flavor. This isn't going to work. Okay, question. How does this man just drink a thing of Dr. Pepper and his makeup is still perfect? I wonder how many takes it took. I wonder how many takes it took. Oh, a ton. Little kids. Little kids. <laughs> Dr. 
never make this commercial nowadays. Never. I mean, it reminds me of, there was that one with Betty White in 2010, the Snickers commercial. Of course, there was the Talking Babies, the E-Trade. That was 2008. The um, Puppy Monkey Baby for the Mountain oh. Dew commercial is, <laughs> Remember that. is also legendary. Of course, there's the BMW one with the, the Zeus and Hera. That's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Salma Hayek. Uh... Every Budweiser commercial is just legendary. Let's see. Should we, expect, should we expect a good Budweiser one this year or? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they, they knock out of the park every year. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's, all, there's always been, you know, many, many great ones. So, according to here's an article. On ABC about the greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time. It was that one with Jason, that Audi commercial with Jason Statham. Oh, that one was great. Of course, there's the. Yeah, so that's number one is Coca Cola, the uh, Mean Joe Green. Yeah. Uh, It's number one on here. Number two, they have Bird versus Jordan. I don't think I've seen this one before. Well, there's that one with the, the Brady Bunch Snickers one with uh, Danny Trejo. What's in the bag? Lunch. Big Mac, fries. Play you for it. You and me for my Big Mac? First hey, one to a, miss, what does the winner eat? There's a thing. No, don't. I guarantee you, absolute certainty, there's no fucking way I would have ever ate a Big Mac. Get in there. You mean like Michael Jordan? Yeah. Not during, not, not during game days, at least. No rim. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but that. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but that. What you want is what you get in the titles today. Off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, There's the no window, chance. off the wall, <laughs> nothing but that. And I bet you by now that, that Big Mac's gotten cold. Yeah, 100%. That or, you know, Magic Johnson probably ate it. There was that commercial with like two of them, and then at the end, you have Larry Bird say, Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for lunch. Um, the 100 year game that was great. That 100 year anniversary Super Bowl commercial. <coughs> that one is incredible. Got everybody Ed Reed, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. If this don't explain the difference in the league from now to then, Baker Mayfield was in that commercial. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. We had like Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, Ed Reed, Peyton Manning, Jim Brown, legends, and all of a sudden just cuts to Baker Mayfield. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Oh, the, the Doritos Blaze versus the Mountain Dew Ice Battle. Oh, look at that. Oh, do you remember the um the Volkswagen commercial with the little kid dressed like um Darth Vader? Yeah. That one was a good one. Oh, 
Oh, the Terry Tate office linebacker um, commercial for Reebok. Do you remember that one? I do. I'll never forget the, the, the Doritos. Keep your hands off my mama. Keep your hands off my Doritos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that Alexa one. I don't know why it's not here. What's America? The one with Alexa lost her voice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this was a Super Bowl commercial. This was a Super Bowl commercial. I didn't realize. Maybe. Holy shit. It ah. certainly is a big one. It's a very big one. Big chest. This is also bun. legendary. It's a very big fluffy bun. Uh, Where's the beef? Where's the beef? give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's. Where's the beef? Hamburger, we Wait, what year was this one? It has more. Um, this one was in 1984. Sounds about right. That's legendary. Where's the beef? Oh, oh man, Toyota now. Um, so they say the best Doritos commercials that weird one where they're in the, the the middle seat on the airplane. No, I don't forget those that that free Doritos commercial with, with that with that magic snow globe. I do not remember this one. Welcome aboard, folks. Just go ahead and take any empty seat that you see. I hope it's not contagious. So I do have it. <laughs> Man, it's chronic IBS. <laughs> when your mom wakes up, can you tell her about me? When your mom looks up, can you tell her about me? That one was good. I don't know why. I that one, yeah. Yeah, there's the E Trade baby. Oh. Yeah, no. I, I seriously, I always wonder how the hell did they do, like, with a baby? Seriously. I, I think it was, I think it was motion capture. Probably, I guess they just had a. They just filmed the baby, and then I get that. They, I guess they have they have an actor do the voiceover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe it's all CGI. I don't know. Maybe you're see, seeing a baby like hold like a smartphone and says, "Oh, they're me. back." I'm a free man. There is a commercial with E Trade babies apparently this year. Okay, all right. Over the past two years, E Trade brought their iconic image back after docking the ad campaign back in 2014 regarding their upcoming spot. The name gives it away. I'll just never forget the 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 E, the e trade commercial. Well, there's the other baby. The other baby sings. It's like, oh, I can't. Well, why am I not allowed to flex the golden pipes? <laughs> they broken new, wings. This is a new. This is pickleball. It's basically tennis for babies, but for adults. It should be called wiffle tennis. Pickle! Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we pop up on them like a These guys are intense. We got nothing to worry about. With E-Trade from Morgan Stanley, we're ready for whatever gets served up. Dude, you got to work on your trash talk. I'd rather work on saving for retirement. Or college. Since we like or to get college. schooled. 
That's a pretty good burn, right? Got him. Game. Thanks for coming to our clinic. First one's free. <laughs> First one's free. Uh, that was so just was this was this supposed to be on Sunday or? Yeah, this is the commercial for Sunday. Uh, well, it's unfortunate that they get leaked. Well, this is a leak. The thing is, they're starting to release them now. The four. Right, you ask me that. I, I gotta take a look. Let's see. Twenty twenty four Super Bowl commercials. Here's a top <coughs> trade baby. You're too young to invest in the markets, and you know, a don't worry about it. You know, I just look young. I mean, you don't know how old I am. B, I use E-Trade, so check it. Click. I just bought stock. You just saw me buy stock. No big deal. I mean, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. Whoa. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, Melody Hobson, what's popping, babe? Why don't you start by telling me <laughs> what is a stock? Yeah, a stock is a share in a company. Glad that's cleared up. You buy a stock in a company, and that it pretty much means you're part owner of it. I think you look so pretty. <laughs> Big brown eyes. You know, I wear, I wear the sweater vest. You know, for you. Do, do you like it? You don't. You don't have to answer that. No, Let's move on. How about bonds? Buying a corporate bond means you're loaning a company money for you know a certain amount of time. It's kind of like a fancy IOU. Sweet melody. Oh, I don't remember that one. That one's great. Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about, but except he was singing a different song. He was singing uh, Broken Wings. Yeah, I think they're, this is. Hello, set you free. Hey, girl, can I hit you back? No, because uh, yeah, they're not in season right now. You can't find them. No, just squeeze them. All right, I'll call you back. Sorry about that. Uh, you, you were saying. <laughs> Check this out. Benny still pays for a big, expensive broker. Well, he, he's a friend of my father's, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a timeout because apparently riding the dog like it's a small horse is frowned upon in this, this establishment. That's the best but, point. You, know, you know, I conceal this bad boy underneath my blanket just so I can get on E-Trade. Check my investment portfolio, research stocks. Wait, what, why are you taking... Oh, I see. Solitary. Just a man and his thoughts and a smartphone <laughs> with an E-Trade app. Nobody knows. Yeah, that's the best oh, yeah, one. sorry about last night. Yeah, I just don't understand why you didn't call. Yeah, well, I, I was on E-Trade, you know, diversifying my portfolio, taking control like a wolf. Right. <laughs> What's that? That's volatility in the market. <sighs> taking care <laughs> of wolf stuff. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and that milkaholic Lindsay wasn't over? Lindsay? Milka, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, this is weak, man. Frank's trying to not pay me my winnings for the skins beatdown I just issued him because his 401k is tanking. It's like, <laughs> dude, you got to grab the reins, man. Get E-Trade, do some analytics, do some research, and take charge so I don't have to subsidize your lack of golfing skills. Well, then the night tour, you moved your ball. Frank, it was on the cart path. Why don't you try reading the rules, Shankopotamus? Shankopotamus is a great, yeah. Those were great. Those are fantastic. They're really good. See, in that, in that particular one, when he says, "Hey, girl, can I hit you back?" I think he gets like several messages. He's like, "Oh, what a bad girl." <laughs> well, we, we got that girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah, um, absolutely fantastic. Looking, 
Uh, I am definitely rooting for the 49ers just because I have been riding the Brock Purdy train for so long. I would love to finally be um, vindicated. If Brock Purdy wins and wins Super Bowl MVP, I can talk shit to all my friends who told me that Brock Purdy wasn't any good. Yeah, I feel because, I mean, what I'm worried about is because since Patrick Mahomes is the face of the league, the refs are going to do anything that they can to make sure that Patrick Mahomes wins. That's what I'm afraid of. It's going to be real hard for that team to beat that Niners team, though. It is, yeah. I mean, this 49ers team is, whether whether you like it or not, they're damn good. Well, there's a... Thank you for coming and listening to the episode. And um, remember to go to greatgrowthpodcast.com where you can find this episode, where you find this episode, all other episodes, and a whole bunch of extra fun stuff on that um, website. Alex, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you the best? You can find me on Twitter at Bearman of Texas, just TX, no need to spell it out. You can also find me, Bear Texas underscore podcast. Be sure to check out my shows. Ringside Chaos, Net FC, and Cowboys Talk. And Austin, whenever the Cowboys get a new defensive coordinator, you need to come on the show and talk about it. But in the meantime, I need everybody to subscribe to my shows and subscribe to this one and show your love and support, for goodness sake. We want Zimmer. We want uh, Zimmer. No, no, we do not want Zimmer. I want oh. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. You know, first you, first you, okay, no, no. First you go, you want Mike Mike Vrabel. Now you want Mike Zimmer. Hey. But that thing yeah, that Mike, Z- Mike Zimmer doesn't does in fact have a history with the Cowboys. Yeah, he was in fact a defensive coordinator from 2000 to 2006, and he actually was good. But yeah, and sure. the thing is, he, the the transition from the Dan Quinn defense to Zimmer's defense isn't really that big of a jump. They're kind of the same tree. So. um it, it makes a lot of sense. I would, I, if, you had to, if I had to put money on, I think Zimmer's a new DC. I mean, Ron um, Rivera even, even interviewed, but we'll wait and see. I don't, yeah. Um, there's a little taste of what the next Cowboys Talk episode is going to look like, so make sure you go and um, tune into that when that gets posted and follow all those over gonna there. Be the, they're going to be on the show, Austin, and Tony's going to be on Ringside Chaos. It's part of our agreement, and it's we're a gonna, blessing. We're going to keep it up. We're going to keep I feel like three of us friends is a prophecy, a prophecy fulfilled. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you again soon and adios.